to Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. You like my flannel? Yeah, it's very nice. Look at my flannel. Yeah, it looks good. What's up? When when did you my, go flannel? Got my flannel. I, I always have flannel. No, no, that's mm-hmm. new for you. Nope. I had this last year. I have never seen you in a flannel. You have. You just don't never remember. Never yep. once. I wore this last year all the time. Nope. Yep. Never. Same one. In fact, I only wear flannel in the fall and winter because I need an extra layer. Ah, most women do. Most mm-hmm. wives do do that. Do well, you have your boots on? Uggs. You, have, you, have, you got they're your just boots. Oh, the, they're, they're Uggs. Uggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I and got my you, flannel. Do you have your it's latte? A, first, first pumpkin of all, spice. First of all, I don't do you have pumpkin your pumpkin? Sp- no, I don't do that. I don't latte? do that. I don't do that. Everybody knows I don't do that. And flannel. First of all, flannel mm-hmm. was metal before it was grunge. Before oh. it was hipster. Okay, oh. so really. It's metal. Thank you very much. Mm. And when I played it on today, my wife saw me and she went, oh, it looks so nice. And I was like, oh, yeah. She goes, yeah, you, all you ever wear a t-shirt, you look like a teenager. So I took that as a compliment, <laughs> meaning I look young. You look young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I uh, got a compliment from the missus. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, you It's know. like what, Jimmy? Well, no, I'm just saying. It's like what? You know what it's like? Mm-hmm. It's what? like giving your opinion mm-hmm. and having people that already agree with you tell you that's a good thought. Or a bold one. A bold one. <laughs> I knew you were going to try to go there. <laughs> well, you know, I mm. got I, I, I got to. You got to. You got to. All right. So we're we're back on the catechism. Let's do it's it. Monday. Monday. People, people want to, they want to dip into the catechism. We're mm. going to do question nine. This might be a briefer episode, even though it's a heady, mysterious, crazy topic. And just to kind of cue you into how important this really is, A.W. Tozer said something one time that I think is is really good. He said, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Ooh. Because, and it's not, and yes, it's what is true about God is the most important thing, but what we think about God, how we conceive of God yeah. is the most important thing about us because that's going to dictate and frame how we relate to him, mm-hmm. um, how we, what we, what we say about him. And so in today, we're getting uh, into question nine of the Baptist Catechism, which deals with the very nature and essence of God. Hmm. So here we go. Question. How many persons are there in the Godhead? Answer. There are three persons in the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one God, the same in essence, equal in power and glory. Now, what we're not going to do is we're not going to do a deep dive on the doctrine of the Trinity here. We are assuming the doctrine of the mm. Trinity as we're going through this. Um, this is simply a statement that God is triune. And uh, so we want to walk through a little bit of this, give a little bit of a biblical foundation for it, and then talk about why it matters. Now, the one of the passages that the catechism links to is Matthew 28, 19 and 20. We call that the Great Commission. We were just looking at this, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. It's that baptizing them, right, immersing them, uh, symbolically joining them to... Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's name singular, the name of the Father, mm. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we're talking about this doctrine of the Trinitate. Yeah, I mean, and this is a fundamental doctrine of God that all Orthodox Christians hold. If you don't hold to this... Uh, you, uh, yeah, I, I, we phrase that yeah. in a very specific way, because words mean things. They do. They do. All of them. All of them. All Orthodox Christians hold 
the doctor of the Trinity. Yeah. So if you don't hold this, you are not Orthodox. You can call yourself a Christian, of course, yeah. of some sort. You have Jesus in the yeah. mix. Joe likes to call himself tall. Uh, handsome. Sometimes. Strong. Mm. Sensitive, caring. Mm. I call myself a lot of things. You, you do call yourself a lot of things. We but, call you a lot of things. Uh, you do. And none of those things are true. Mm-hmm. So this doctrine of the Trinity is something that, you know, Catholics and, Prot- and Protestants agree on. This goes back to our oldest and most foundational creeds, like the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene mm-hmm. Creed, and the Athanasian Creed. So like when we're talking about that, for example, the Apostles' Creed, right? Mm. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read Re- that. Read, read the whole thing, because you can see the Trinity in here, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's all laid out. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, whence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. It's a great creed. We did a sermon series on that. There are great books out here on the Apostles' Creed. Some great songs Mm -hmm. on the Apostles' Creed. But here you have it, right? I believe in God the Father and in Jesus Christ. And then last paragraph, I believe in the Holy Spirit. All the Holy Spirit's actually mentioned twice in this thing. So... um, the, the Trinity is a major part of what we believe. It's not a minor part. In fact, B.B. Warfield said, there is, uh, when he's defining the Trinity, what it, what it actually means, he says, There's only, there is only one and true God, but in the unity of the Godhead, there are three co-eternal and co-equal persons, the same in substance, but distinct in subsistence. So when we say distinct in subsistence, right? Uh Kind of what do we what do we what do we mean by that? Well, I think when you're saying the same in, in substance, you're speaking of essence, right? There, yeah. there is one nature, there is one essence, and yet though there is um, one one nature, one God, one being, so they don't each have their own, but they are persons. So there is some sort of distinction mm-hmm. within the Trinity. It's kind of like. If you had water, no, and that's not in one form, it's, mm, it's gases, right? No, in another, it's, it's co-eternal, it's liquid, like it's co-eternal. They're it's there at the same time. And then if you freeze it, Joe, yeah, you freeze it, know, it but becomes, they're not all those things ice. at the same time. So I just, Father, I, Son, I Holy think Spirit, this is probably the best way to understand doing that this, together uh, when we're talking about uh, Trinity. What we're talking about substance and yeah. subsistence. I mean, yeah, I mean, right, listen, we're on the same page. Okay, what you say is what I say. What I said, just ignore. Okay, I, I, th- I think we can do that. Let's do that. Um, Kevin DeYoung actually has an article, uh, and it was on the Gospel Coalition, and it's on monergism. We'll, we'll make sure we link it for you. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really nice, brief article. So if you want to read something small, we're building some books and stuff, but if you want to read something small, it's a good place to start. And here's how Kevin DeYoung sets up explaining the Trinity. First, what does the doctrine mean? The doctrine of the Trinity can be summarized in seven statements. One, there is only one God. You have to start there, guys. It's really important. Yep. Two, the Father is God. Three, the Son is God. Four, the Holy Spirit is God. Five, the Father is not the Son. Six, the Son is not the Holy Spirit. Seven, the Holy Spirit is not the Father. Now, that is actually depicted Mm. in an old shield. I think you got it right there. Mm. I've seen you know, it in your office. But that's not it. That's not it. That's though. close to it. But no, it's actually, uh, it, it's, it's, we'll, we'll, you'll see it in the image for this uh, episode because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I actually had them put it in my book 
that I wrote mm. called Experiencing the Trinity. Well done. Published at Crossway. Yeah, I had yeah. to put it. But it, were, it, in, the, in it visually represents the, these relationships, right? Where it says, uh, God, the Father is God, but is not the Son. The Son is yep. God, but is not the Holy Spirit, and so forth. So that is actually really helpful. And the catechism itself is saying, like, well, there are three persons in one Godhead, mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, it's one God, same in essence, equal in power and glory. So there's distinction, and yet we have one being. Mm-hmm. So when we start to look at Scripture to back up some of these things that Kevin was saying, um, like the oneness of God, where's, it, where's, where's a main text that we can go to for that? Deuteronomy 6.4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Ain't no other. No other. What are you, you going to do? Yep. God, and you know what? Bible also says that God is Father. Mm, where do you find that? Titus 1.4. Uh, also, just read the Gospels because Jesus refers to God as the Father yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can do all of that. But Titus 1.4, to Titus, my true child, in a common faith, grace, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus, our Savior. Mm. We also see that Jesus is divine, Colossians 2.9. For in him the fullness, for in him the whole fullness of deity dwells mm. bodily. Also in Titus 2, 11 to 14. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, love that. who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Jimmy, appearing of what? The, the appearing of what? Uh, appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people like, well, yeah, it says that Jesus is divine. He's got like divine qualities, but it doesn't say that he's God. Mm. Yeah, right there. Right there. Great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, what about the deity of the Holy Spirit? It's not in there. Sorry. Yeah. It's sorry. not in the Bible anywhere. You've been lied to. No, of course. It's in Hebrews chapter nine. Oh, it's, it's Again, we see this throughout. We're just... We really are superficially just touching on these things to give you guys some touch points. Hebrews 9, 13 and 14, for if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. One of the most packed and beautiful passages of scripture you can read in the New Testament. But here, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the comforter is called the eternal spirit. No beginning, no end. He is God. Mm. And so we see this where the Father is said to be God, where Jesus is said to be God, where the Spirit is said to be God. And then there are a number of Trinitarian passages that put them Re- all together. Really? I have never seen the word Trinity in Scripture. Well, that's because you don't know Greek. And the, the Greek oh. word is Trinitaros. Oh, um, well, you caught me here. Or I just made that up. That's ah, not a Greek word. Well. Uh, no, the, the word Trinity does not appear in Scripture. But when I say there are Trinitarian passages, I simply mean it's where we find Father, Son, and Holy Spirit said, mm. you know, spoken of together as distinct persons, yeah. right? Yet, yet what we see is they all cooperatively work together for salvation, for redemption, or even in creation. Now, we've already mentioned Matthew 28. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But there's also Second Corinthians, uh, chapter thirteen, verse fourteen: the mm-hmm. grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Boom. So three distinct persons here. The the, the Trinity 
is certainly a doctrine that has been taught on. I don't think the doctrine has been expanded. I think the doctrine has been better understood yeah. um, as yeah. we've had time with the scriptures to, to better work it out. But it is, listen, we're, we're going to have to say this. We have to, it is a mysterious, mind-blowing doctrine. How can God be one in three? How can, God, how can there be one God with three persons? That's not the same thing as saying we have one God and three gods. Mm. That's not that's not the mystery. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's a flat out contradiction. But to say we have one God who has eternally existed as three persons, that is not a contradiction, but it is a mystery that we cannot fully comprehend. Mm. But praise God, not everything is confusing. Not, yeah, not everything not, needs to be a mystery. Right. Not everything needs to be hidden from you. Not everything needs to be shut down during COVID. You know, like Cross uh, Cross Twenty. Cross Twenty. That special live stream conference going down December 29th and thirtieth. Now, Cross 20 is aimed at helping uh, 18 and 25-year-olds find their place in God's global plan. There are speakers like David Platt. Uh, Pope Piper will be making an appearance. Uh, does he have D-Kev. a Pope-mobile? A Pope-mobile? Yes. Okay. I imagine he would. He does. The neighborhood he lives in. Yep. I know it's kind of rough. <laughs> Yeah. I would say it. No, 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 no. You're right. Yeah. I've you're right. There. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, DKEV uh, is also going to be there. They're going to be walking participants through the mm. Lord's Prayer. Registration is just $10 per person. It's free, basically. That's a really, that's a fantastic discount that they're giving. You can gather a group at your church, campus ministry, or among your friends. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what we want you to do is head on over to cross 20 dot com to register there's also they're giving away free book like there's all kinds of stuff going on there cross 20 make your life count make, make his, his name, name known, known. Mm-hmm. all right so jimmy let's wrap it up with this all right who cares about the doctrine of the trinity right that's what mm-hmm. I, I think some people might wonder like okay so isn't this just kind of a mm, okay so we have this confusing thing that we're supposed to believe in that we can't really wrap our heads around because we're small finite and sinful and god is eternal and he's not only is he eternal but he's you know i know he's a simple being in that like formal sense but then we've got like three and what am i supposed to do with this mm-hmm. so we're just gonna let benjamin Bedham. let's let Bedham do this are you he, ready he, we'll, he'll do the talking we're just gonna read for, you know, we'll link we link to this every episode um on the catechism so you can go and get this book or read it for free online but this is a help for you as you're walking working your way through all these questions especially question nine here we go. Is the Father the object of prayer? Yes. Uh, Matthew 6, 6, pray to thy Father which is in secret. Is the Son also the object of prayer? Yes. yes. The Lord Jesus, receive my spirit from Acts 7, 5, 9. And the Spirit? Yes. Uh, Revelation 1, 4, grace and peace be unto you from the seven spirits which are before the throne. This is, listen, I've had people flat out tell me, don't pray to the Spirit. Do not pray to Jesus. Don't really? pray to the Spirit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't know. Where do, where do you find anybody praying to Jesus in the Bible? That's what they say. Where do you where do you find anybody praying to Jesus? And I literally said, well, um, Stephen actually. And okay, except Stephen. Like, oh, God. <laughs> don't don't put your your ministry around one passage. Proof text. <laughs> so I love that Bedham says that. Yes, they, uh, we have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our object in prayer. Mm-hmm. Another question uh, that he asks. Uh, are we baptized into the, into the name of all three persons in the Trinity? Yes. yes. Baptizing them. We already read it. I'm not going to read it again. Matthew 28, 19. Go check that out. Yep. And is religious worship a prerogative of deity? Yes. yes. Uh, Revelation 22, 9. Worship God. Right. And we already said, as we understand God to be triune and eternal. Yes. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The object of our worship. He continues. Bedham continues. 
Are divine blessings derived from all three persons in the Godhead? Yes. yes. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. Have each of these their distinct province in the affair of man's salvation? Yes. Ephesians 2, 18. Through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. And think about that. The Father elects, mm-hmm. right? The Father predestines. Yep. And the Son he dies. He fulfills all righteousness. He dies. He's risen. And the Holy Spirit, right? He's regenerating. He is sanctifying. Yeah. All three involved. Um, is no, uh, This is, Ooh. for me right now, this is a pretty big one. All right. Here we go. Is the unity in the Godhead a motive to unity among the saints? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they may all be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us Hmm. who baby the unity in the trinity should be moving us to maintain unity in the church should we hold fast to this doctrine yes Yes. second timothy 1 13 hold fast the form of sound words the doctrine of the trinity is mysterious it is mind-bending but it should also be awe-inspiring yeah the the doctrine of god is is truth And it's truth for us to know and to embrace as far as we are able to understand it. And this should move you to rejoice in your salvation, to marvel at creation, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit involved in that. Um, We should hold fast to this doctrine because it's the doctrine of God. If we lose this, Mm -hmm. we really don't know who God is. So we want to encourage you to check out the links in the show notes, uh, pick up a good book on it. And you know what? If you want a little devotional kind of read on the on, on, on the Trinity, huh? This is are one, you really plugging I'm your book? Gonna, you know, this are is you really going to plug your I, book it's right it's now? Like, well, you sell you sell the book, not you, that one. Yeah. Oh, you don't have that one? Nope. I'll oh, forget about it. Nope. Experiencing Man. experiencing Man. Trinity. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter at Doc and Devo, on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website drvotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, joefostore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Sometimes we got blog posts on Wednesdays and sometimes video on Fridays. Later. Later.